0: So I'd like to talk about the problem of overthinking during games and hopefully give you a solution that you can take with you into games and use anytime you find yourself stuck in your head, having a conversation with yourself in your mind while the game is going on. Because we all know that uh, very few things decrease performance quite like overthinking does. And I was uh, remembering back before, I, as I was outlining this talk, to the best games that I can remember playing my best performances and when I compare those to the most frustrating games that I ever played when maybe I went scoreless or only had two points or whatever the case may be, the surprising difference or one of the core differences is the number of thoughts that went through my head during the game during my best games as you've probably experienced in the past my mind was totally clear i wasn't really thinking about anything at all i was just relaxed into the flow of the game itself and of course during my worst games i was just stuck up here having sort of a monologue in my mind while the game was going on outside and this leads to the feeling of almost being disconnected from the game right as though we're watching it happen around us rather than actively playing in it and i remember I came across this interview with Damian Lillard recently where the reporter asked him about that famous game against Denver where he had like 55 and 10 in the Western Conference playoffs. And this reporter, journalist, interviewer asked him, what was your mental game during that performance? What what were you thinking? And (laughs) Dame pauses for a second, he goes, nothing. (laughs) it's like perfect answer nothing really because during our best games we are so absorbed in act of playing that no thoughts really arise and so this brings us back to the very first law of the deep game which is of course the law of presence which states that performance increases as thought decreases and this doesn't mean we play like zombie basketball where there's no thoughts whatsoever at all Of course not. It just means that we're not chronically stuck in the internal monologue of our mind talking about the game as it's happening because the core issue with that and the reason that it leads to such a big decrease in performance in in simplest terms is because it splits our attention, right? You can imagine, and we've probably all had this experience of like trying to send a text message while somebody's trying to have a conversation with you. It's really frustrating, right, because your attention is like caught between this conversation and trying to track what they're saying and then trying to like figure out what to send in this text message. And so we can do neither one effectively. Same thing's going on during a game when we're talking to ourselves in our mind. The game's going on out there. Part of our attention is paying, is, is on the game. And then the other part of our attention is on the monologue in our mind. So what do we do about this? I'm going to give you a few steps that you can follow and the first one. This might be a little bit weird, but we're going to go through a quick exercise. Okay, very, very simple and almost stupid exercise, but stick with me here. So the first one, when we think about being stuck in our head, first thing we got to do is get unstuck. In other words, create separation from our thoughts. And so as a quick exercise, again, this will sound silly, we're gonna, I'm just gonna ask you a series of questions. First one's gonna sound really stupid, all right? I warn you ahead of time. Are you your clothes? The clothes that you're wearing right now? <laughs> again, I know, a stupid question. Are you the clothes that you're wearing? Well, the answer's obvious, right? Of course not, like you you change your clothes maybe multiple times per day, likely. You're not your clothes, they're changing constantly. Well, we all know that, okay? so in the same way we'll go a step deeper here are you your feelings well just like your clothes you may notice that your feelings are changing constantly also a lot of people identify with their feelings i am angry i am sad i am happy (laughs) there's an identification there and yet if we notice our feelings are constantly changing Like one moment you're happy, one moment you're sad, one moment you're angry, your feelings are fluctuating. And so the entire time that our feelings are fluctuating, our awareness is still in here, like watching the feelings fluctuate. So we know that we are not our feelings because once again, constantly in flux, constantly changing. All right, hopefully that's uh, easy enough to follow. So one step deeper, (laughs) are you your thoughts? And this is where really, can become quite powerful, okay? Are you your thoughts? Well, in the same way that we change our clothes, our feelings are changing constantly, our thoughts change all the time as well. Our thoughts, frankly, change more often than our feelings do. And just like when we were kids and we maybe thought Santa Claus was real, (laughs) in the same way, we have different thoughts today. And most likely, we're having different thoughts right now than we did a moment ago or 10 minutes ago or this morning. And so our thoughts constantly change. And yet there's this sense continuously that we're here inside unchanging, right? There's always been this sense. And so who are you is the question. And I know this sounds a little bit deep and esoteric, but it's quite simple, right? You are the one who watches the thoughts. You are the awareness looking at the thoughts. Well. Again, this may sound simple or it may sound a little bit weird or esoteric, but when we realize this fully, when you realize you are the one looking at the thoughts, you are the unchanging awareness in here that watches the thoughts change. Well, now we have separation there's not this stuckness (laughs) again going back to that term being stuck in your head literally means being tangled up in the thoughts in your mind identifying with them rather than being able to just separate and watch them pass by like clouds in the sky so to speak i've heard kobe use that term in the past and so once we get separation we realize oh i can watch my thoughts but i can also like watch my feelings I can watch the game out there, (laughs) I can watch a television show, I can listen to music, I can place my attention and awareness in any place that I like. It doesn't have to be glued to my thoughts. This gives us back power. We don't have to now get caught in the trap that so many players get caught in and so many people get caught in of trying to think our way out of this like trap that thoughts created. Have you ever been in a game? Like realize you're stuck in your head, realize that you're overthinking, overanalyzing, and then try to think your way out of that trap. Well, it's kind of like trying to put out a fire with more fire, right? It's never gonna work. The way that you put out a fire is by starving it of oxygen. And so to use that analogy, our awareness is the oxygen that feeds the fire of thoughts and so pull your attention away from the thoughts and they begin to settle and dissipate all right we don't think our way out of a problem that thought created we don't think our way out of overthinking in other ter- in other words okay so when we know that we can place our attention elsewhere we don't have to try to like change our thoughts or try to stop ourselves from thinking in any way we just move our attention somewhere else all right in this case back to the game Now, you could look at this sort of like you're doing a workout in the gym and there's background music on. That background music, you can pay attention to it, you can listen to the lyrics, you can like get into the rhythm of the music or you can focus on your workout and let the music play in the background. Same thing goes with our thoughts. Let the thoughts just do what they want. I'll get to this point in a moment, and you're going to hear me say this again, but your thoughts have never scored a single point on the basketball court. You don't need to be tangled up in your thoughts, thinking your way into the game. Focus on your actions. So this brings us to step two, okay? Rather than trying to change your thoughts, which as we spoke about, a lot of players find themselves trying to do, Rather than trying to change your thoughts, if you're up here in your mind and you don't really like the conversation that's going on, maybe your thoughts have turned negative. We're thinking, oh, how am I going to score more points? Why why is my coach pulling me out? Why are all of the plays being run for this player? Whatever the case may be, what's that girl in the stands thinking about me? Rather than trying to stop your thoughts or change your thoughts, simply focus on actions. And I promised I'd say this again. Your thoughts have never scored a single point on the basketball court, only your actions have. And so I see a lot of players putting way too much importance on their thoughts, which is, again, another way of saying, like, I need to like the conversation that's going on in my mind in order to play well. This is the whole positive thinking movement. I need to be thinking positive thoughts. Again, I need to like the conversation that's going on in my mind. Well, actually, we just don't need to be having the conversation at all. (laughs) Like positive thinking, negative thinking. If you really examine this, you'll notice that positive and negative thoughts are both distractions from the game. (laughs) And when we go back to like Kobe's famous 81 point game, there was an interview, which we've spoken about many times here, between Kobe and Jalen Rose years later after the game. Jalen said that the most interesting aspect of that performance for him was that Kobe never celebrated, never beat his chest, he was never like, Jalen made this joke that if he ever scored 40 he'd be like dancing on the sidelines, Kobe was just centered, calm, focused the whole way, he'd hit an incredible shot and then be right back in the pocket, and what Kobe said, super interesting. He's like, as soon as I celebrate the shot I just made, I've fallen out of the moment. And that's all the zone really is. It's being right here in the present moment, focused on what's happening right now. That's the key. Positive thoughts and negative thoughts are both distractions from what's going on right now. So, Going back to that initial point, don't try to change or even stop your thoughts. Like just (laughs) take your attention away now that we have separation between us and the thoughts and focus it on what's happening right now. In other words, your actions. Now, something beautiful begins to happen when we focus on our actions during the game. We're up here in our thoughts and then we turn all that mental energy into physical energy. We exert it on the game itself. Well, (laughs) that magical thing that happens, is that our thoughts start to follow our actions. If you've ever not been feeling so hot, maybe feeling a little bit lazy, low energy, lagging during the day, and then you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go to the gym. Maybe in the beginning of the workout, you're like struggling to get going, and then 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, you're starting to feel a lot better. By the time you head home from that workout, you're feeling like, a different human being (laughs) than you were before you did that workout. Well, thoughts follow actions. Through the physical actions, we had all of these neurochemical reactions. Endorphins are released, dopamines released. Now we're feeling great. Same thing goes during a game. If you're not feeling so good, if the thoughts aren't so pleasant in your mind, exert yourself on the game. Suddenly, those thoughts start to change, all right? magic (laughs) thoughts you'll notice are largely spontaneous many of our thoughts are out of our control we can focus our thoughts on a specific problem like if you're solving a math problem for example of course we can focus our thoughts on that on that problem but most of the time thoughts are just kind of bubbling up to the surface of, of our awareness like carbonation in a drink right the bubbles rise to the surface and then they burst and uh, diffuse into the air thoughts are kind of like that they're happening all the time and so trying to control all of them is sort of a fool's errand like none of us can do it all we can do is take our attention away from those thoughts focus it back on the game i hope that's clear so this brings us to step number three which is a pretty easy one all right Or, or rather i should say simple maybe not easy Whenever our attention wanders back up into thoughts, come back to the game. That's it. In the same way that in meditation, maybe we focus on our breath, and then we notice whenever our thoughts have wandered, we just come back to the breath, back to the breath, back to the breath. The way that we apply this in basketball and turn basketball into a sort of active meditation is every time our thoughts wander, We come back to what's happening right now in the game. You can use this almost like a mantra or this is a way to employ thought to actually work for you. Whenever you notice that your mind has wandered, say to yourself, back to the game. That's it. It's a really, really quick thought, okay? We actually use thought to get us out of thought in this way. So back to the game. That's it. And again, I want to... Um, I want to clarify here because I said performance increases as thought decreases that back to the game thought that's like this happens in a split second it's not a dialogue in our mind so back to the game back to the game back to the game as we do this it's not that the very first time if you've ever done meditation you know it takes a little bit of time to sink into a still meditative state we do this by coming back to the object of focus and in the case of meditation it might be the breath but the more times that we do this the more still our mind becomes the more we starve that fire of oxygen the more we starve our thoughts of awareness so as you move through the game the more times you bring your focus back the more still your mind becomes until finally you're in just this relaxed flow state And there's not really a whole lot of thoughts going on in your mind. And taking this one step further, I would really encourage you to actively practice this in training, in practice, in games, okay? First of all, in training and in your workouts, because if we jump into a game and we expect ourselves to be magically able to do this instantly and automatically, it's probably not going to happen, right? We don't expect that if we've never shot a three before, we're going to hit a three coming off a screen during a game. Like, of course not, right? So same thing goes with all of our deep game skills, our internal skills. And this is one of those skills that takes practice. It takes work. I've used uh, this analogy so many times. Each time we bring our focus back, back to the game, back to the game, back to the game, back to our training, back to our meditative practice, whatever the case may be, it's like this bicep curl for our focus muscle gets a little bit stronger every time until finally we can hold our attention in this unbroken stream on whatever we're focused on in that moment, okay? So practice it in training, your practices, your games, it takes time, allow it to develop, but the more that you do it, the better you'll get until finally you can sink into these flow states almost on command. So <laughs> I'll point something out here that uh, hopefully you, you've already come to this conclusion, but also do this in your daily life. We practice it in our training and practice in games, but if the other, you know, however many hours of the day that you're not spending on the court your mind is wandering and overthinking the whole day probably we're detraining ourselves it's sort of like eating one nutritious meal during the day and then eating junk food the entire other you know 23 hours of the day that's not going to work so well So during your daily life, during your daily activities, best or one of the easiest places to apply this is just in the classroom during school, right? Or at your work. Whenever you are focusing on something, focus on that thing. There's actually in the book Mamba Mentality, I remember, I think it's page 29, (laughs) if I'm remembering correctly. You can correct me on that. If not, page 29 mamba mentality we've brought this up in the past that's why i know the page number kobe goes into how he trained his mind during daily life and he put it really simply he said whatever i'm doing in the moment i focus on that thing that's how i developed my ability to focus if i'm doing my homework I focus on that homework. If I'm doing my workout, I focus on that workout. If I'm in a conversation with somebody, I focus on that conversation. I'm not texting during the conversation, splitting my attention constantly. I'm focused on the thing that I'm doing. If you can do this during your daily life, you will find that that focus muscle grows really strong. And once you get into a game, it's easy to focus on the game itself because you've developed that focus outside of games, right? So, taking this one step further, or rather, before we do that, let's do a really quick recap here of the core principles. So, the law of presence states, performance increases as thought decreases. I know I've said that so many times, but it bears repeating. The core issue with overthinking is that it splits our attention. Part of our awareness is on the game, part of our awareness is up in the monologue of our thoughts, and we can't apply 100% of ourselves to what's happening during the game. First step is to create separation. Realize you are not your thoughts. You are the awareness looking at your thoughts and you can place your awareness anywhere else that you want to. Just like allowing music to play in the background of a workout, we're focusing on the workout, allow the thoughts to do whatever they want up here, we're focused on the game. We don't try to think our way out of an overthinking problem just like we don't put out a fire with more fire. We just starve it of oxygen, take your awareness away. Step two, don't try to change your thoughts, focus on actions and the thoughts will follow. And I'll say that that line one more time, your thoughts have never scored a single point on the basketball court, positive and negative thoughts, both distractions. Step three, whenever your attention wanders, bring it back to the game. The more times you do that, the stronger your focus becomes until finally your awareness is just relaxed into the game itself and we're not having to struggle for it. Practices in training, practice games, during daily activities, Mamba Mentality style, and that brings us full circle to that final point that I wanna make, and this is a higher level application of this, but most of us go through life surrounded by this haze of thought it's like we're disconnected from reality and from the world around us by this layer this dense fog of our thoughts about life and you've noticed this i'm sure if let's say you're in a group of friends and everybody's talking and laughing with each other And you're stuck in your mind thinking about, oh, what are they thinking of me right now? What's the right thing to say? Feeling not so comfortable in your own skin, disconnected from those around you by your thoughts. Well, a lot of us have this chronic layer of thoughts separating ourselves or separating us from our lives. And there's a beautiful quote from one of my favorite men ever, like favorite philosophers of all time, Alan Watts that goes, a person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. Beautiful. A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. We're separated from our lives by this haze of thought. And when we were on the deep game retreat this past year, there was uh, one of our players on that retreat after a particularly deep meditation session that we did just before dinner on one of the nights, the sun's going down. We're in this beautiful idyllic setting in San Diego out outside on the lawn practicing together and the sky is like pink and, uh, and purple and you know palm trees everywhere. It's just so, so beautiful. There's this warm breeze and there was a, even a waterfall beside the pool outside on the property that we were staying at. It's so, so beautiful. And this player gets up out of this meditation, super, super clear. And he told us afterwards, he was just standing at the fence, like looking out at this idyllic scenery, this like beautiful sky and hearing the waterfall. And he said it was like seeing reality directly for the first time. There was no no haze of thought in between. The haze had cleared through the meditation practice. And he was just seeing the absolute stunning beauty of the world around him. And the comment that he makes is like, oh, man, if I saw the world this way all the time, I wouldn't need Instagram. (laughs) Like, Yeah, exactly. You don't need anything but like the utter stunning beauty of the world around you all the time. It's like it's right there but we're separated from it by this haze of thought. And so a person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. And my strong, strong encouragement to you is to begin creating separation from your thoughts. Understand that we don't have to be stuck up here in our thoughts all the time we don't have to be wrestling with the thoughts in our mind just take your attention away from them allow them to dissipate and allow that haze of thought to clear so that you can meet your life directly in the same way that we meet the game directly without our attention split we put all of ourselves into the moment that's my wish for you so my final question for you here what was your biggest realization as we went through the exercises in this talk I would love to hear that. Again, these uh, comments that you leave are really good for my own reflection as a teacher so I can know where we're at and see how I can help you better, okay? I hope you enjoyed this one and I will see you next time. Take care. Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. And if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is head over to deepgame.com and join us in our free masterclass where you'll learn all of the basic fundamental principles that in my opinion, every serious basketball player should know about the part of basketball that's played with the mind. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives. And again, it's completely free of charge today. So head over to deepgame.com, join us, and I will see you there.